Hey everyone, this is your host, Chris Chief and Blurred's Eye View. And if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Here, let me explain. First, it's free. You definitely can't beat that. Plus, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast and more. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, everybody, welcome back to our first episode of season two of Blurred's Eye View After Dark. I'm your host, Chris Fury. With me is my guest, Mr. Deacon from Mr. Deacon Experience. What's going on, Mr. Deacon? What's good? Circle of Nerds is in the building. What's yes, <laughs> they was down in the Steel City Con earlier today. So shout out to the Circle of Nerds crew, Tommy D, Jay Quell, and Mr. Deacon, of course, Louie and their new edition, Ventures. So mm -hmm. shout out to those guys. Uh, great group of guys. <clears throat> We are talking about the first episode of possibly the first of another season. I don't know yet. Just it's too soon to tell. But it's a <laughs> Disney Plus. It's the Disney Plus series Loki. We finally get to find out what exactly happened to Loki after that glorious uh, exit from Endgame. <laughs> and then that's where it literally picks up at from is, is that entire scene from Endgame. And they okay. it, it, it literally just picks up from that scene, and uh, it's all Banner's fault, you know, because they could have pulled that off if he hadn't been mad about going down the stairs. So, <laughs> are you trying to blame it on Banner? Oh, Banner knew better. He just couldn't take oh. it. They, they were at maximum weight limit. You know, he his his ass got to be about sixteen hundred tons. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was he was way past the limit. Um, so. There's a lot. It's, it's a lot to unfold in the series. There's a lot of questions, definitely. And there are a lot of moments that stood out in the series. So I'll start with, with you, Deacon. What stood out for you best for the show so far in this first episode? And what what's not only stood out for you, but what are you looking forward to? You know what stood out? I think it was hilarious. Is the fact that Loki had the Tesseract, and you realize that magic ain't shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And dude was like, that blew me. He was like, oh, he looked in that drawer and see all them other Infinity Stones. It was like, yo, he's like, oh, we use these for paperweights. I was like, damn. You know, and then he started to, that's what really blew my mind is like, how, po how, how powerful is the TVA? Right. You know what I'm saying? Where magic is 
nothing where you have these stones that can wipe out the universe. They get here and ain't shit. They that was cannot, the main yeah. thing. They can't really work outside killed. their timeline. Yeah. Because so that's like, where they exist. They exist. TVA exists outside any exactly. timeline. So yeah. those stones were essentially useless mm-hmm. to anybody or anything that he's just looking at the Tesseract like he's tossing this thing around like a baseball now because he's like, I can't do I shit with it. You know? I know. Um, <laughs> he's, I tried it several times. <laughs> I was like, I can't do anything. Um, the, uh, besides that moment standing out, you know, the fact that mm-hmm. I've always wondered about Owen Wilson being a good choice for this role as Mobius. Okay. And and I gotta say, impressed from what I've seen because he's very he's playing it very straight. No, you doubt. know, I I was expecting him like, wow, I was expecting a lot of that, and I didn't get none of that. So <laughs> I'm like, you know, but not only that, I think the thing that really stands out besides the Tesseract being useless outside of the, the timeline is when Loki's in the room, you know, after he's made his supposedly grand escape and realizes he just is is of no use and no he goes doubt. back to the holding cell or holding room or interrogation room i guess you can call it and he's playing everything that hasn't happened to him yet to this version of loki but what no we've already seen you know and and one of the scenes that they play is the scene between him and his mother that was in uh was it thor the dark world and thor the dark exactly. world which if you're not familiar with those scenes, it's because they're deleted scenes from that film. So they actually repurposed those deleted scenes for this film or for this show. And mm-hmm. the scenes he has between him and his mother, and then the scene where he sees Thor when Thor is talking to him and uh Ragnarok. No doubt. And he's and he's you know telling him he's like, I love you, brother. I wish you were here. And he's like, I am here. He shows it. It was like it was the closure that this Loki was always looking for from his family, you know, seeing his father die. He hadn't seen that yet. This version hadn't seen that yet. Seeing his Mm -hmm. mother die. He hadn't seen that yet. Seeing himself die. He hadn't (laughs) seen that yet. Or so this was, he was like, he went through the whole stage of emotions. Like, yeah, they really loved my ass despite everything i did exactly they really did love me and and this was the path my life took imagine if i you know didn't take that path and they and knowing that they love me and i actually was a good guy and i did all this stuff you know so seeing especially the scene with him and his mother and then seeing him and his brother talk and he's just like oh wow like wow I've, I've been such an asshole all this time. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know, and and here it is. My brother still loves my ass. He still loves but, me. Yeah, but you know what though? If you th- th- don't get me wrong, this is the MCU, and they 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 take some, they give some, take some, they give some. Mm-hmm. If you completely turn Loki into a good guy, what would you really have? You, I mean, I, you know, I get what they where they're going at, but dude, Loki's been a thorn in Thor's side for years. Yeah, hundreds of thousands of years, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and now all of a sudden the MCU try to soften him up. You know, I get it. You know, you, you, it's so much, they got so much wiggle room, so much leverage. He's very likable. He's playing a yeah. very likable. Despite yeah. everything else he's, he's a motherfucker. He's he yeah. hell. He, he he did a great job, but I I, I kind of like where it's going, but it ain't over yet. Because no. you know, Loki, he up to some shit. 
He's gonna do something. Yeah, he he's the god of mischief. You can't deny that. Exactly. Um, he ain't the god of kindness, goddammit. He's the god of mischief. <laughs> there, there are some things that you know this show or this episode answered a lot of questions, but it asks a lot of them. For me, one of them is I want to know what the hell that bet was that he lost with Thor that he had to pose as DB Cooper. No doubt. <laughs> I want to know what was the bet he had with Thor that he lost. Yeah, I want to know, you know. (laughs) So uh, that was funny. Um, It was like he, but you could tell he still got a kick out of that. Very James, very James Bond. Yeah, (laughs) very James. And I'm like, dude, you know, um, when they're taking the ticket, (laughs) get in there, and they have to take a ticket to get a line. Who you know, you know what, Chris? You know, I, I, I hate to interrupt you. I'm wondering, like, how are these people keep creating these new timelines mm-hmm. that don't have access to something like the Tesseract right. or something? Did the Tesseract trigger you know what I'm saying? How did that normal dude when he was coming at the time, like, you know, my father, and then, and then next thing you know, what, yeah. yeah, yeah, he ain't take the ticket, and boom, he was reset. I'm not taking so, the ticket. Oh, yeah, so, <laughs> But so reset, so it's reset death, or it's reset. Sound like it actually that you go back to your original timeline and you don't have no knowledge of what you just did. That's a that's question. A, that's a good that, question. That's what I want to know too. I'm because he's the Loki's boom here, and he's like, oh, oh, he was like, oh. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? All right, let me find this motherfucker. Let me find this damn ticket. <laughs> but you know the fact that it it was uh, <clears throat> you know how I feel about one division. Now, mm-hmm. out of these three series, I just got a feeling this is going to be the hardest one mm-hmm. because even though it had a, it was kind of slow. It's just like you said to me. I found it very intriguing the way they pulled it in, started Avengers Tower, started right there in game when they went back and they just played it out. But it's so you know it was intriguing. I wanted okay, what's going on? And how did old girl from uh, uh, Lovecraft Country just house him like that? Loki is not weak. Like she that. was Where housing the shit out from? of me, wasn't she? Yeah, she what, was... what, yeah, what planet did she come from when she just jacked him up and then the rest of them, because they can't be all humans. Are they humanoids? Where did they come from? You know, well, and see, they, that's they, a good that's a good question, because yeah. even the guy behind the desk, like when Loki threatened him, he's like, I want the Tesseract, or I'm going to gut you like a fish. And he's like, what's a fish? And he was yeah. like, how do you not know what a fish? He's like, I've been behind a desk all my life. I'm like, so it makes you question what are the TVA? Not just exactly. who are they, but what are they? Like, are they born? Is there a clone room or something? I don't know. Like, is there something? Is there a room where they just made and like the minute they come out the vat, this is what you do, no questions asked. Yeah, this is your job. You know, you have the yeah. knowledge to do what your job is. That's it. Yeah, and what's you their know, strength like, level, man? Because I'm just like, dude, man. And it just brought me back to uh, uh, the first Avengers is when, um, what you call it, told her Black uh, Black Widow told Cap, you can't handle. He's you know you you can't handle. Cap couldn't really handle Loki, but the yeah, way no. they handled Loki, that's why I was like, damn, they just whooped his ass like it was. Yeah, shit. like they're outside the realm of just yeah. freaking everything. Yeah, you so know? that does that include strength as well? Yeah, it's. I mean, I mean. It makes you look back at a lot of stuff. Like, yeah. uh, take Doctor Strange. Okay. Doctor Strange, if you listen to him, and when he first meets Tony Stark, and he's talking to him, he says, 
I'm supposed to be protecting this reality. No so doubt. does does Stephen Strange have knowledge of the TVA and just doesn't speak of it? You know what I'm saying? Because he knows. He's just like, oh, the I, ancient I, one. I, does the ancient one know? Does the ancient one know? So it is. There's a lot of questions that's going to be asked, you know, and and for those who are going to listen to the show later or even watching it now yeah. or later, it makes you wonder when you look back when you look back at the past show or past movies and look at some of the dialogue, like the ramifications that play into everything. Now, it was like this is why this this is why the MCU was so hard right now no doubt you know, like the, the stuff that they're coming up with like perfect example cap taking the stones and taking and putting them back so and how did and how did and how did they and you said it's selfish i'm gonna keep always, saying it somebody saying, brought that up they brought that up chris they brought that up yeah they did that's what he they did said, and uh somebody said, had a Oh, they my, said he my, was, my, my, it was supposed to do. They said they were supposed to do that. That's why we yeah. didn't interfere because we were yeah. they were supposed to do that. And I'm like, okay, let's move on. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but see, I mean, check it out. A cat pointed out when Loki was walking in, and like I said, you know how to, with the Easter egg crap that that was a uh, 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 agent old girl, oh, Peggy, oh, Peggy, uh, Peggy, Peggy Carter. Carter. Yeah, was so Peggy Carter. Why would she be there unless Cap did? So. That's yeah. why I said Cap's move. What Cap did was I don't think was supposed to happen. So mm-hmm. now will we get some kind of rep- was that Peggy Peggy Carter they brought in there? That's another question. Like they did it so fast. It's, yeah. it's literally a blink scene. It's a blink if you miss it. You, you it's because you're so busy trying to catch everything else. And for the record, if you watch any of these shows, put your put the captions on because no you're right. There's stuff that you might hear and you're gonna miss. Yeah, you know, the scroll and number one before we did anybody. I, I had to come it, back. It, yeah, it's just a scroll. It has nothing to do with secret invasion. It's just a scroll. It's basically uh, headlining that the TVA is everywhere. Exactly. But they but, but, are but, all over the place. They, we don't they know that though, Chris. We don't know that though. We don't. It's we, a reason that don't. scroll. He's there for a fucking reason. Oh yeah, we they're don't. all there for. I just want to know yeah. who the guy was that was saying, "Do you know who my father is?" I'm like, I don't even know who the hell you are. Maybe exactly. <laughs> I need to know who you are to know who your daddy is. I don't. I yeah. need to know these things. Yeah. But uh, I love the the set designs. These are great set designs. Okay. Because these are very. I don't want to say primitive because that's too strong of a word. But these are very. This is very dated equipment that they have on deck. Mm-hmm. That does very outside the realm things. Like exactly that little computer that Mor- Morbius was working on did did this whole thing and showed his entire timeline. I'm like, it looks so ancient. It looks mm-hmm. so 60s. It looks so 1950s, 1960s. Yeah. But it does it does this. Mm-hmm. You know, the color scheme is very brown, gold. You know, just dated, just very dated, but. It does all this. I can't even say futuristic because <clears throat> there isn't. No, they, but they it was. Exist. It was futuristic because it put a project. I mean, the projector real was, but the technology is like, like you said, they mixed in the two and the printer. What about the printer? The printer was like, eh, 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 eh. yeah, it was an old school printer. But it was saying everything he said. Sign right there. What? This is absurd. And I'm like, the way they mixed it, the writer, I can't think of a boy's name, man. 
the writing so far, I love it, dude. I just, mm -hmm. I just love it. It's intriguing, even though it's kind of slow, not you know, action packed yet. It's not, yeah. It's a, yeah. The type of burn that it's giving, it's a good slow burn because you're, you're, you're like, oh God, what's going on? Who are you people? What are you mm -hmm. doing here? Why is this happening? How did this happen? I'm like, wait a minute, and it's, and it's happening in, the, and it's happening in pace that it's not too fast and it ain't too slow. And you're catching everything, and where they're and, they, and like I said, they got right to it when they answered the questions. Like, okay, you've seen Loki disappear with the test rack in Endgame. Let's no pick doubt. it up from there. This mm -hmm. is our recap. This is the recap you get. Boom, 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 boom. Exactly. You know, so I love that they're doing it that way, and they didn't waste any time. No doubt. And then they got and right they to gave it. me almost an hour, not no yeah. five minute buzz yet. Yeah, they, yeah. They, they, they gave you they gave you they gave you an out, and I'm just like very well sold, you know. And I, <laughs> I love how when he's in, in front of the judge and he's just like he's he's it's typical Loki, he's talking, he's real cocky, he, he goes to do his move, and I'm like, nah, that, that ain't, ain't working. He's trying to work his powers. <laughs> they just said that ain't working, that ain't working, bro. That's a whole nother form of erectile dysfunction, brother. It ain't working no right here. <laughs> like, no working. doubt. It ain't, no nothing doubt. There. ain't no blue diamond you can take to fix this problem. <laughs> like, no doubt. <laughs> so, and then, you know, <clears throat> like he told him, who's this guy we going? Now, they threw another Easter egg out there saying that this might be the female version of Loki okay. that he uh, was able to Put his essence in and take over her body you know you know at the end when they try to reset the time law and that, that loki that just put their ass ablaze yeah some people yeah. are saying that's a female right but how do you feel about that well i've always because and i'm this is coming from a standpoint of somebody who's read the comics no doubt. i've always wondered like how did they explain because he even in the comics he was a female at one point that's, and I just and, I read it right, right with yeah. you, bro. And I've always chalked it up to like he's the god of mischief. He's just it's it's a it's an allure. It's a, a an illusion. It's an illusion. <laughs> this is what he, he feel like doing. Is this is what he's doing? You know. And I just chalked it up to that. So I would love to see, and if that's the case for the show, I would love to see their explanation for it. Because yeah. what and and I've, I've seen somebody before. I had a discussion with somebody before. You know, some of the shows that they come up with and some of the films that they have coming out, mm -hmm. you know, people, are, you know, I always hear the first the first thing that comes out. Oh, I don't know about that. And I said, look, dude, it's been 10 years. They ain't been feeding us no bullshit. No doubt. <laughs> like you, you might have one might be weaker than the other. But at the same time, 24 what, what 24 films. Now we're looking at three shows. No doubt. Where's the weakness at? You know, where's the weak? Yeah. It is yeah. you might not like one more than the other, but you can't agree. They should have been fired from day one. No <laughs> you know, they all has they all have a purpose. Mm -hmm. So I like what they're providing, you know, and this is why I call Kevin Feige the blueprint master. He's a freaking chess master. Like he has this thing on lock, and he's saying and, and he gets it. You know, I heard a, a conversation. Um with one of the art directors that works for the uh movie division of marvel and okay. 
he said he and I heard he was on uh, Fat Man Beyond with Kevin Smith, and uh, he was saying how and Mark Evanier when they were they were talking about uh, Kevin Feige would hold these meetings. Okay. And it's like in an all an all inclusive meeting, everybody comes mm-hmm. to the meeting, mm-hmm. and you want to. This ain't no boring meeting. You want to come. So they end the meeting, and he's taking the notes, and Kevin Feige's talking about the stuff they have coming up, the setups they got going, what they want going on, and everything else. And our director, you know, he works for Marvel, and he's like thinking to himself, he gets it. Mm-hmm. He gets it. He understands what it is that is needed what's going to look good on screen what's going to look good translation wise from the character's book origins or whatever Mm -hmm. to the film and he gets it and that's essentially what fans like ourselves have been looking for for quite a while you know we Mm -hmm. want we want this you know i always use the analogy of um ultron in the comics Hank Pym created Ultron. You know, Hank no Pym was Hank Pym was just all he, he has all these degrees and everything else, and, mm-hmm. and and then he creates Ultron. And you never question it. But as you get older, it makes a little more sense when you see on film that Tony Stark is the guy that creates Ultron. Banner. Yeah. It, yeah. it makes a little more sense because mm-hmm. guess what? Tony Stark mm-hmm. deals with AI. Why wouldn't he be the one? It okay. makes sense, you know. So changes in the storyline or changes in the origins are like, you know, they make sense. They're just not made to be made, you know. Let, oh, let's do it because we're trying to include all these people. Like, no, we're making the change because it makes sense to make. And, that kind yeah, of change. and it kind of you know fits the times. It's like they're not doing this for me and you when we was kids no more. Right. They taking right. incorporating different pieces, and now they're coming out with a new because they you know they want to capture the newer generation right. they trying so to keep I, the, they, they, they they grabbing a newer generation but they're grabbing yeah. an old grabbing an older generation at the same time yeah, they got like, me by the balls right now oh, <laughs> man. i'm like damn I'm like, like uh, right. I'm, I'm for ride. I love I'm like i've always said i'm marvel's bitch i, I can't help yeah. that <laughs> i just can't you know, it's what it is you know, like, they tricked me out i'm on the street dog trying to get money so i can like, see this so i mean let's let's face it let's face it when when Captain America and Winter Soldier ended, and we had that long stretch, boy, we were looking like Tyrone Biggums from from Dave Chappelle. We were like y'all got any more of them Marvel shows coming out, baby? Woo! <laughs> you know, like we were fiending. We we was just like man, we had got used to that week by week by week. It yeah. was a nice little stretch when we had some time. You know, we were dealing with a pandemic. We're coming out of it, and we got stuff to look at now. Oh, and the stuff that and 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 I I read another article last week, and it was on the show last week where Marvel has at least ten films in one form of production or another. Yeah, and then looking over at WB, like, what the fuck are y'all over there doing? <laughs> Dude, I, hey, DC, I'm gonna tell you what DC as far as they animate. Love always, it. always like, always love it. Match. But always. the movies is Aquaman was cool. Was I like Aquaman? I like mm-hmm. how they shot that. Um, Wonder Woman, the first one was cool. That the eighty four use a lot of words. Six, that bad thing. pacing, bad pacing. You know, what really I'm saying? and pacing. then now Shazam. I knew Shazam. You know, I, I guess Shazam did decent, but now you know that what they're doing with the Rock, and they just they just can't get it right when it comes to 
the movie aspect of what's on screen in the DCU. But yeah. I'm just like, but well, Marvel be knocking it out the park. It was like, you know, look, the, like what worked for the first couple films, keep that formula and work exactly. it out. And they exactly. and they have. They've managed to, they've tried everything at this point, and it's worked. They did a tech movie with Iron Man. Iron Man never been on film. Mm-hmm. We get him, knocks it out the park. Exactly. Now let's do let's do Captain America because the last last round of Captain America we had never even made it to the theaters and it wasn't that great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but look what we got. So now we got our period piece, knocked it out the park. All right, mm-hmm. now let's introduce Thor. Now we got our fantasy film. Knocked it out the park. <laughs> no doubt. So, like cats are batting like Barry Bonds, dude. Yeah. You know, so they, now, they, so now, they, they clean, you know. now they clean in house. And then they yeah. said, all right, we got all of this. We introduced these little pieces. Throw the team movie at them. Oh, mm-hmm. here we go. Got this one. Clean house again. So I was yeah. like, what's next? What's that? Let's give them the space opera. Let's give them some folks they don't even really think about or even heard of. Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy. The Galaxy. Knocked it out the I, park. Hey, hey. When when that I was like, and I asked myself, why did they just jump and do that? And then after I saw, I the love Guardians of the Galaxy. You know, what I'm saying, oh, uh, uh, what's old boy from? Oh, uh, uh, from what's that? Uh, uh, the Office Parks and Rec. Uh, play. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. When when dude he opened that scene up and they was like, hey. Uh, <laughs> I love that scene. Come and get yo. And he had the little lizard. He was yo. I was like yo. It was just crazy. I was like it, yo. It was the greatest thing. And I'm just yeah. like I'm here for all of that. Yeah. And and they just kept going. And by the time they got to Spider Man, and I love the line they gave Tom Holland for him to say, "I'm not going to go too much about my origin story. It's too much to talk about. So much somewhere in that line." He doesn't even board because guess what? You know it already. We've seen Spider-Man on film. Even if you've mm. never read a book, you've seen Spider-Man on film so many times. You don't True. need the origin story anymore. It's not necessary. The, the, Chris, let me in. Dude, I, that's the only thing that's to me. I'm not happy with the Spider-Man homecoming. The Spider-Man movies to me, one of my favorite and I mean characters of all time growing up as a kid. You know, Spider-Man, Spider-Man, mm-hmm. and you know, and they've tinkered with it a little too much. How many Toby Maguire, Tom Holland? How many goddamn Spider-Mans? Come on, dog. And then he this, get older. You think, now you gotta, you're a teenager again. He get older, you're a teenager again. Come on, man. Stop. You gotta you gotta like think that. about it though. You gotta think you know, about it. Disney doesn't own the Spider-Man franchise, Sony still owns it. This Disney made Disney made a deal with Sony that Sony could not turn down due to yeah. the fact Sony dealt dealt with some stuff. But then they gonna get their way in the oh, end. Yeah. Oh, Disney they, gonna get their way. They they literally told them they said, "Look, we will help fund this film. We will help you produce this film. We want the credit. We want to be able to use the character. You yeah. get some of the funds." And they just Sony's no hoe. Sony ain't no hoe. They just like oh, no doubt. They ain't stupid. They just like you know what. We need this win right now. So yes, yeah, yeah, we'll make and that deal with you. Pushed, pushed, pushed. Stanley kept pushing, pushing mm-hmm. him until to the abyss of obscurity. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And I just felt like, dude, granted, he got he got cake, but at the same time, I've always felt like, you know, let's say me and you create something right now, right? 
you know, I'm going to take it to my grave before I let you just take over. Even in a good way, I'm going to find, or you can just be the associate director or producer or what? I can, I, me and Kirby, Jack Kirby, we created these motherfuckers. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then and, and all of a sudden to see, that's why I still feel to this day that uh, Stan Lee's rolling over in his grave. He might be like, damn, they take it to another level, but at the same time, I still feel like they just took over, man. Financially, well, see, a lot of uh, you said yeah. financially, yeah, possibly financially, because see, there's yeah. that's, a, that's a real sketchy uh area. When we it went comes there, when it, me, yeah, we went there. yeah, yeah it's, it's you know, I hear the stories a lot when it comes to uh comic properties, it they're really sketchy stories. They're you mm-hmm. know, uh, the Se- Siegel and Schuster is a prime example of uh, of a really sketchy deal. You know, mm-hmm. these for those who don't know, even with Todd, those, Todd McFarlane when he was even that one, you yeah. know what I'm saying? For those who don't know, uh Jerry Siegel and Joe Schuster were the creators of Superman. No doubt. And right here in good right old here in, right here in Cleveland. And uh they sold the properties of Superman for what was I think it was like two hundred dollars. Now you figure at that time, two hundred dollars is a lot of money. Uh but <laughs> Call it how you want to call it, bro. <laughs> you know, this was this was the what was it? This was the 30s and 40s, you know. Exactly. Yeah, $200 yeah. Is, is pretty much a lot of money back then. No doubt. $200 is a bill right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we get $200, we try to hold on to that shit. So, you know, and, and look how popular the Man of Steel is now. <sighs> wow. You know, for even for the most, even for the most person, for the person who's never read a Superman comic a day in their life, they know who Superman is. True, he is a household name. He's a household name. So, you know, the family of the Schuster—that's why the Schuster, uh, Joe Schuster and Siegel Society was created because they were—they were like, look, we're seeing these shows, we're seeing these cartoons, we're seeing these movies, we're seeing these these toys and all this stuff, merchandise being created and our name, our family name, should we be should, should be seeing something. Exactly. You know, y'all just making it, making it, making it. Y'all ain't checked with us, y'all ain't seen nothing with us. You just making it, making it, making it. They finally are tagged in and, and just about everything. You know, yeah. We get credit, so now it's like you can't make it unless you talk to the people in this in this society. Until there's no doubt, you know, and it's only fair. And when you mentioned Todd McFarlane. This is why he mm-hmm. left Marvel to go to over mm-hmm. to Image. Mm-hmm. For those who don't know, Image is a creator-owned comic book company. Is now mm-hmm. one of the big three. You have DC, yep, yep. Marvel. Yep. Yeah, DC, mm-hmm. Marvel, and now Image. You know, Image, mm-hmm. uh, Image birth, uh, The Walking Dead. Image birth spawn, which was one of their top mm-hmm. sellers. And you know, the walking now. dead, invincible. Every you know, now money, 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 money. You can't go nowhere without hearing Robert Kirkman or Todd McFarlane. Mm-hmm. Because they they were they were part of this. I think it was eight of them. They're part of the starting eight that started that company because Todd McFarlane created Venom for those who don't know. And that's right. Let them know. <laughs> <laughs> so this is why Spawn looks so yeah, similar. Too. Then he, he get credit for Carnage too, though, right? Yes, he does. He does. Yep, that's right. So this but is why when you when you first seen Spawn, he looked so similar. His earlier, you know, look was so similar mm-hmm. to how Venom and Spider Man look with that mask and those big eyes. That's why it was so yeah. so close because that's his style. 
exactly. know, and that was his that was his creation. So it's really sketchy when you have a creation and you don't get the credit for it, whether it's monetary or otherwise. So what a lot of people don't know is like with Jack Kirby. Jack Kirby gets a lot of this fucking credit too. For a he lot crossed of over, man. He kind of crossed your boy Stan Lee over, though. Yeah, he, 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 he did an Allen Iverson on his ass. Yeah, they had well, see, <laughs> you know, you know you, here's the thing. Here's the story between Stan and, and Jack. I, I would love to have had a oh god to be at a at a heaven's table right now to talk to these to two. Be in there, yeah. Ooh. Um <laughs> they they Stan has always been very uh uh outspoken. He's always no been doubt. like flamboyant, very easy to talk to, very animated. That's his style. That's his per persona. That's his personality. Mm -hmm. You don't break that. That's good. That's good. Yeah. And real quick, real quick though, but I, I not to cut you off, I'm, but I got to give it up because a lot of people, when it comes to the Black Panther, Storm, Bishop, those type black characters that was almost unheard of. Uh, uh, Luke Cage, yeah. people like y'all got to understand. Stanley was very open to stuff yes. like that. So he's you know, what, he's, what so, we, he's what we call in the community has a full on front seat in the barbecue. It, no doubt, he <laughs> get all the chicken and ribs. He well. <laughs> Stan had a had a full front seat to the barbecue because he was very much uh, a part of equality. Exactly for for everybody, he was very much about. It. He 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 did not take that bullshit lightly at all. He was like. Mm -hmm. If you were, if you had hate in here, there's a speech that he does, and it, it it tears me up every time because they did it for uh when Marvel did, did this little commercial when they were showing all the films they had, they show all the so films like, they did and all the films that that come at the end. Yeah, and that speech yeah, does it every time because it's true. Mm -hmm. He was like, "You see that guy over here? That's your brother. You see that woman over here? That's your sister." He says, "We're all part of the same group. We're all part of the same community," and it's true. And this is, and you know, he always felt like that. He was always like that. And between him and Jack, they were very much like everybody has a voice. Everybody mm -hmm. deserves to be heard. Everybody deserves to be represented. So the falling out between Jack and Stan wasn't so much property stuff. It was just the way things went. You know, Stan was getting recognized more. Stan was out there in front of the cameras a lot. He was really selling it, selling it, selling it. Jack wasn't like that though. Yeah, he wasn't. He wasn't an out front kind of guy. He was like he was. You could tell him something. He boom, 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 boom. boom there it is. Yeah, but they did. They did have a record. They did, and he yeah. felt some type of way, and he walked out. Yeah, when, exactly. When he was like, "Look, I'm, I'm doing this. I'm willing to." When Stan was like, "I'm willing to," I watched that. I watched yeah. that on the MC. Mm -hmm. And he was like, yo, look, I'm, I'm doing this. And then Jack was like, nah, it's too late. It's not, he tried to mend, really mend the fence. But I it think just, and it was just, it was, things were so far. Yeah, the things yep. were, were so far off at that time. And it took time. It yep. took time because they eventually made up. It took they time. They did. They did. They took time. And I'm glad that they did and, and squashed the beef. And because their wives actually were the ones that stated, like, yeah, there was this party and, uh, I think Stan was there, and then Jack shows up, and they kind of. It started with the radio station. I remember watching that. Yep. Stan was on the radio station uh, doing something, and Stan Jack calls in, 
And, you know, they kind of have their little talk there. And then, like, sometime later, a couple years down the line, it was a party. And Stan was there. And Jack shows up. And they mm-hmm. squash the beef. And I've seen that same special you're talking about. I've seen that, too. Mm-hmm. Once again, teared up because I was just like two legends that I really yeah. adored and, and looked I up. I felt some type like, of way hey, about Stan because it was very revealing. Yeah. About, you know, growing up as a kid, you know, loving Marvel, loving DC, and, you know, like, oh, damn, Stanley did that shit. Like, that's fucked up. Yeah. You know, but like you said, you know, you, things happen. You, you know, you got things happen between friends and you always want the best for your, your people. But at the same time, you always have differences. It's the business. Yeah, it's the business, it's but at the, the same business. time, you know, you you, you you try to come back together. Some people take a, the maturity level, they need more time, yeah. you know, to understand like what's going on. And you know, they I remember they were showing pictures, these two they was had brown hair, then all of a sudden it started getting gray, gray, you know, like and it damn it took until they started getting gray hair to be like, yo, come on, man, let's let's make that's it like work. that's that classic trope. That's that yeah, classic man. trope. Like, yeah. oh, they got they argued and then when it, it got to the point where thank God it happened before it got way past no doubt the, the point of no return. But I'm glad that it came down to it. I got a stand, I got a uh, jack picture that I'm trying to get Fran to put up the stand yeah. to sit next to stand behind me. But um, I'm glad that they squashed it out. But a lot, like you said, a lot of these two guys and and Joe Simon and and several Steve Dicko and several others mm-hmm. were really the creators of what we see right now is exactly. you know, the captain america was joe simon and jack kirby black panther was uh stan lee and jack kirby you exactly. know uh spider-man was stan lee and steve ditko you know so mm-hmm. seeing these 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 creations on screen i don't mind stan being there because he has a hand in it you know, and the other ones aren't around, you know, but they do get the tag, you know, they do get the mentions and the credits mm-hmm. and everything. And uh just seeing their creations and knowing that a lot of their creations, this is why Marvel resonates with a lot of people, is because their their characters are very much relatable. Spider-Man is at the top of that damn list. Of course. Because you cannot tell me. I can't relate to Spider-Man. Are you serious? You mean the guy who <laughs> you mean the guy who was a nerd in school couldn't get the girl? No doubt. Got beat up by the jock. Got beat up by the jock. <laughs> couldn't keep the job when he got the powers. Trying to help his aunt pay the rent. Lost his parents at a young age. Mm. Dealing with all this drama. You want to be on inside the, the suit and do what he do because that that's he was he literally was two different people when no peter parker is outside that suit and i said it on the ig live uh interview we had with t stunning spidey on instagram earlier yeah. tonight when you just dealing with peter parker no confidence always doubting mm-hmm. feeling down about himself questioning everything mm-hmm. can't figure out the, the relationship can't figure out the money for the, the rent. Can't figure out the, how to keep the job. Can't figure out how to keep going with the job. Dealing with stuff with his sick aunt. Dealing with, I don't know how old Aunt May is. That this yeah, that, but that's, just that's, dealing very, with, that's yeah, a it's lot. very relatable. It, it's you know, very relatable. But then he puts that suit on, he wisecracking. He doing backflips. He, he talking mm-hmm. trash. He doing, talking it shit. all comes out. And it was Cash just like, money. everything, everything <laughs> he was holding in comes out. Mm-hmm. And 
you can relate to that. You know, Captain America is the guy, and I'll say it and I'll keep saying it. Captain America is the guy we fucking need right now. Yeah. We need that dude right now. Yeah. He's, he's, a, he's another dude who gets a front seat at the barbecue. Uh, <laughs> but he, <laughs> he gets the front seat at the barbecue. Because Steve gets it too. Steve was all about equality. He 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 well, literally is the epitome of what this country really should be. Yeah, he's across the, the board. The Marvel version of Superman. When he's always, it's the Boy Scout. It comes the Boy Scout. The big he's like, he's yeah. like, even even all the way up to having Sam as his partner, not his sidekick, as his partner. No doubt. You know, and and that's why Sam always respected him, and in the comics, and in the film. You know, so he was like, so people, and speaking of which, people wonder why did Steve give Sam the shield? Because what Steve's seen in Sam is what he's seen in himself. No doubt. Sam is just like Steve without the mm-hmm. serum. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's just like him without the serum. Watch Falcon and the Winter Soldier to see if I'm lying. Uh- <laughs> no, if, 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 if y'all watching, if you have not watched Falcon and the Winter Soldier, I liked it, you know. A lot of people feel it was too much of a political stance, especially at the end when uh, uh, Sam was when telling everything about, yeah, when he gave his speech and you well, saw about Isaiah and you know the black, you know the black first, you know black. I got I got I got an answer for for those who think. I got a big answer for those. Why who they think hating, that. dog? Why they hating? I mean, like like you for said, people, we for, about yeah, you know, for fans, it, it goes for, back. For quote no, unquote, <laughs> for, for quote unquote fans who think that comics are too political, you have missed the mark. Comics have been and it always, always will be political. <laughs> the man we're talking about right now, first appearance on a cover was him punching Hitler. Seriously. <laughs> so don't talk to me about they don't what's know political about or not. They don't know. know nothing about that though, bro. Yeah, you know, you know so what I'm saying? Like, they, it's always been political. That's that speech mm-hmm. that Sam gives resonates so hard, mm-hmm. so hard. It, it's a shame that it still goes on, and it still says when that when that senator says, uh, "You don't understand." He says, "You're telling the black man who's wearing red, white, and blue." Yeah, well, I, don't I don't understand. And I was just like, I was like, mic drop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like I said, they hated they a lot of people hated like, can you just we're being entertained? Can you just keep politics out of comics? And like, dude, come no. on, man. Y'all, y'all don't the understand. X-Men, you know? The X-Men were literally a synthesis uh, uh of what goes on between with, with racism exactly. and bigger and bigotry. That's what exactly. X-Men were. It still is. Exactly. <laughs> you know, so uh no, we can't keep politics out of it. <laughs> And nor will if you look, you want politics out of it, you can probably go and read, I don't know, Buffy. Damn. I don't know. I read Buffy. I'm just saying, you know. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I'm just saying, you know. But it's a multifaceted. This you know, Marvel is multifaceted when it comes to you know, gender, age, different characters, different likenesses, different cultures. That's what it is, mm-hmm. and like you said, like we said earlier, that's what Stanley and he and he and he embodied that. Yeah, you know, so and he people, got it. He got it because it's twenty twenty one, 
and you wearing a mask, you getting mad. Shut your ass. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? For real, I'm just saying. I'm, I'm, you know, a couple of years, I'm about to be 50 mm-hmm. in a few more years. And, and, and I just, I like, like, everything. I like, man, we know this way, way away from Loki. <laughs> you know, but well, see, this is, is, my, this is, is how the show is. It's blurred yeah. eye view. This is what we do. Yeah, it's blurred eye view. And it needs to be said, but you can't hate on certain pioneers of this craft. You know, what I've loved from the day I came out to coaching, <laughs> what I've loved and what I collected and what I've read and watched. And you, you got to love it, man. And just, it just, you just can't hate on it. It's just other people do other things to twist it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's I don't how, it's how they, they want to yeah. tell the story. How do we tell a story to one, make it relatable, two, make it believable enough, and three, to make it entertaining? And yeah. this is how you do it. This is a, it's an art form. Time. It's, yeah. it's, a, it's an art form. It's a modern art, art form. And they're talking about, you know, you're talking about escapism. This is it's escapism, mm. but it's helping you deal. No doubt. It's literally helping you deal with a lot of stuff. Mm hmm. Spider-Man, he was broke. I'm broke. So what you saying? You know what I'm saying? I know what that feels like. I yeah, know. I, we, we know. You know? <laughs> he was like, how am I going to make the rent? I got I to gotta deliver these pizzas. And, and it's crazy because you got a guy who can literally cover like six blocks in less than 10 seconds. And, and he's like, I got to deliver these damn pizzas. Right. <laughs> I can't get there in time, no matter what. Mm-hmm. Lost another damn job. We don't have we don't have a Bruce Wayne in our life to turn nah, around and say the bank bought the house. Well, who bought the bank? I bought the bank. You know, no <laughs> cool, you cool like move, it. but we ain't got that, you know. So and, and it's crazy because Tony he still ain't get him. And like, you know, when, when that scene came up, I gotta get when that scene came fucking with the soldier. That Sam and his sister was trying to get the loan. He's like, "Well, oh. aren't you an Avenger? You know, don't you have that?" You know, like he's, he's oh, technically he have, a... have access to yeah. something. You just you got know, free. Like, you just got free room and board. That's what yeah, I just that's really the goddamn planet. And I'm I can't say this punk ass shrimp boat. Kind of shit is this? You know what I'm saying? And and, and I was you know I'm sitting there watching the episodes like, Man, so bullshit. You know, but <laughs> because it's not it's not a job that is is not. Here's an Avengers paycheck. No doubt. See, me and you, me and you be like, look here, man. Hey, hey, player, hey, player, black man gotta get paid. You know what I'm saying? You want me to do this? That's how you know, but like look, like, Tony, yeah. I need to have a sit down with you, brother. I need like about yeah, 10 grand. Have, I need like 10 grand. That's all I, I, mean, need. I need. I need this paper. You know, but I Sam know you got this, it. <laughs> yeah. Sam wasn't that type of dude, and it's like you said, why he chose him because Sam wasn't that type of dude. I'm gonna make everything I do on my own merit. Right, and he wasn't that type of dude, but you know, when in the long run, come on now, me and you would have been like, Hey man, I need that money, bro. I mean, come on now, dog. Like, I'm, I don't just got knocked down out of the sky. I need paper, <laughs> you know. My family, we gotta eat. And I'm right. risking my life. I'm coming out of portals, you know, and I'm gone, and I can't <laughs> get paid. You know, what I'm <laughs> I need something out this deal. Come on, yeah. I done but came back. It I killed one it, of them it, big ass monsters for you with my wings. Yeah, but that's the that's the storyline, man, and that's. <sighs> but you know, me. suspension of disbelief—that's what it is. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. uh, but as far as Loki, I am really looking forward. I really got to watch this for a third time because the scene where him I'm about and to watch right are, now. 
<laughs> like when he's walking, he's like, this isn't real. And then he looks out there. It's, it's beautiful, number one. Because you're just like, there is so much to take in. Like mm-hmm. the art. That's why I said the art design for this show is fantastic. Exactly. They did it for Thor Ragnarok. They've done it for a lot of their films. Like Thor yeah. Ragnarok. If you were you're wondering right. where all these colors were popping up in these weird designs, that's Jack Kirby all day. No doubt. Pay attention. That's Jack Kirby all day. So their art design for, for this was just like Loki, mind blown. Just mm-hmm. you're just like, damn. And when he really realizes the, the, the stones mean nothing, the exactly. Tesseract means nothing. Shit. <laughs> He's like, is this the greatest power? And and yet I can't control this. I can't. I have. I can't fathom it. I can't yeah. do anything. All I can do is accept it. Yeah, but me. But me and you both know it's not. Full yeah. <laughs> alert. Oh no, it's not. So if there you're is so it right now, much yeah. outside the realm of yeah. possibility when it comes to when it just comes to Marvel in itself. You're just yeah. like, and I think the only one who who gets it and doesn't speak on it. Is Doctor Strange? He's just like, yeah, no, yeah. I'm just in charge of this reality. I don't, I don't, think, he about I, I don't think he, you know, beyond. So let me ask you this real quick. So it, what if the one pops the fuck up? Wouldn't that be some shit? <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be some saying? shit? It's over. It's over. Like you, like you, just like. So if you don't know, I'm gonna say it real quick. The one like your like, whole mind is yeah. shot. <laughs> the most omnipotent being that basically clicks fingers and it'd be total blackness in, in the Marvel universe. <laughs> you know, you got Egon, you got uh 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 uh, uh these people make silver circle you got look the, like you got, you got the beyonder, the beyonder, the in-betweener. You you have so many, yeah. The watcher the, the watcher. Oh god. Well, we got to see watchers. We got to see them. And what they do? Watch. <laughs> they exactly. Just listen, listen to Stan. Yeah. <laughs> tell the There's story. So many powerful beings. I never as a kid, I never the cosmic type shit mm-hmm. always kind of like, damn, that's a little too much. Because what is the point if you got this one guy that can do this and it's over? And I ain't talking about no motherfucking infinity stone. Yeah. They could have shut that shit down. You know, you know, the Eternals is coming out. You know, you got cats that are so outside of what oh they, they're God. outside the understanding of eternity. Hell, you, eternity we got a yeah, eternity. That's the other one. Yeah, you got man. People don't even know, y'all. Like they, you, we're just learning about the Eternals and the Celestials. We ain't even got there yet. Yeah, Google that shit if you don't know. You watching <laughs> this show? Google some shit, and you will see even more powerful characters. The, in the Marvel Cinematic, it or in the Marvel, so, yeah, I mean they they they're so outside the realm of of yeah understanding, like mm-hmm. that you'll probably just be standing there like Loki was and just be like, <sighs> yeah, I'm gonna say this for circle the nerds too, like when we do the show because you know we do, you know I come on here to get my funky off on Marvel, mm-hmm. and like when, when me and you be talking, it's like. Ventus and and uh Tommy D on Star Wars. <laughs> they go in, you know. So I hope the show. I'm like, y'all shut the fuck up. You know what I'm saying? But you know, because that's you know, I'm a Star Wars fan. That's their thing. But yeah. me and you get on here with the Marvel shit, 
it's this rap. is this is this is the pool. <laughs> they don't like know. this is the pool right here. This is the yeah, pool this, right you know, here. But it, it's, it's just crazy, man. And so I, I <laughs> you know, I'm really enjoying what they are providing for us. And I love good it. lord, this ride. Like I said, Kevin Feige already said in an article this week that the ramifications of what's happening in Loki, not Captain America Winter Soldier, not WandaVision, Loki. Mm-hmm. Anything, everything that's happening in Loki will change the MCU going forward. That should be enough for you to say, oh, shit. Yeah. I can see it already, though. I see it. It has this, has this you know, everything is playing out. Mm-hmm. Even before I heard that, I see it like wow, it's 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 a it's a mind blower, yeah. You know, uh, I will the the sh- <laughs> hey, this, know, I, this is why know, I love this is why I love it because I I I love not knowing, but knowing just enough, exactly. You know, and just saying, oh, they got they got some shit coming yeah and somebody say what i'm like i don't know <laughs> but it's getting ready to happen it's gonna blow your mind they haven't even tied x-men and deadpool and yeah, they haven't even that. touched that they ain't they even touched, touched it like that they ain't scratched they still got mm-hmm. fleas mm-hmm. and we got out so you know so for saying? those for those ones who's out there saying when the x-men are coming when Deadpool, give it some time you you might not even see you might not even worry about the shit you're good <laughs> All you know is just just if you really want to know what's going on with Deadpool, follow Ryan Reynolds' uh, Twitter because talk about somebody who's quick to give you something and take it away. Because uh, he's the reason why we got Deadpool in the first place. No but sure. they are cooking something up because he did put a well, no, because you know they well, own mean, Fox. They own yeah, Fox they, now. Yeah. So but that's their. But you know those are technically in the MCU. Those are different Earths. Yeah, you know, so the multiverse. Oh, you're talking about the multiverse person, yeah, yeah, because he showed a picture of of a backpack with Deadpool mask in it, and there's like a script or something sitting off the something's being brewed up. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Not saying <laughs> I, I that's all I'm saying. Alert. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. They got something on the stove brewing up, and <laughs> and, and I'm gonna put it to you like this. You don't touch them beans until them beans get that gravy going. That's <laughs> and if you need some rice, we got that. <laughs> we got that too. <laughs> ah, ah. So before we get out of here, man, Deacon, tell everybody where they can find you. Oh, you can find me. Check me on YouTube at TMDE, which is short for the Mister Deacon Experience. Make sure you go to Circle of Nerds. You can catch us all Circle of Nerds and TMDE. YouTube, all the social media networks. It is what it is. Check the video, like, and subscribe. I appreciate you. It is what it is. All right. Uh, I am Chris Fury. You can catch me on at Blurred's Eye View on Instagram. You can also catch me at Chris.Fury1 on Instagram, which is my other page. You can catch me on TikTok, Chris Fury1. I'm killing it over there, <laughs> too. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to be doing a lot of stuff coming up really soon on TikTok. Uh, check out the new Adult Swim trend. Now I'm, I'm loving that right now. Uh, you can also catch Blurred's Eye View live every every Saturday on Facebook Live at 8:30 on Saturdays. We are always promoting the POC creatives in the field of comics and geek and geekdom. And you can catch me with our with my co-host Candy B Cosplay and DC. And uh, yeah, 
<laughs> this was the first this was the first episode of the second season of Blurred's Eye View After Dark, and this is the first episode of Loki we were talking about. I'm on some other stuff dealing with Marvel and and sometimes it is the, what it is. Sometimes, sometimes DC it all depends. Uh, <laughs> so until until next time, I'm Chris Fury. You can catch me all the way over there on Facebook as well on Blurred's Eye View. And until next time, remember to educate yourself and others, entertain yourself and others, and most of all, encourage yourself and others. And until then, this is Chris Fury with Mr. Deacon. We're out. Uh -huh.